When the global supply chain is strained, one essential transportation network continues to keep the economy connected 24-7. That network is freight rail. We're increasing hiring and capacity, all while investing more than $20 billion per year into our network to improve reliability every day. We never stop working to better serve our customers because freight rail works. G'day everyone, Lauren Cress, the business scientist here, and can you believe it, we're up to episode five already. Which means this is the final episode of my initial daily series to help you kick off the year 2020. And if you're listening to this in the future, then it probably doesn't matter so much about podcast frequency because you already have future episodes to listen to. But I did want to start this off with daily episodes so you could really get some momentum with your brand strategy straight out of the gate because otherwise it can be easy to kind of get sidetracked with other areas of your business. And I want to make sure that this is really giving you insight where and when you need it. So if you've been enjoying the series so far, please do let me know. Uh, You can connect with me on LinkedIn and send me a message there. Or my Twitter handle is LaurenCress89 if you'd prefer to tweet. Links are in the show notes. And remember to subscribe to keep up to date with my weekly episodes that will be coming to you throughout the year. Now, today we're talking about creating your brand map. And in fact, We've already started this process a few episodes back when we talked about defining your brand purpose. So you should already have your vision and mission statements for your brand map. And in in this episode, we're going to talk about where to go from there and sort of what's involved in putting your brand map together. So you might have noticed that I like using frameworks to organize information. Like I could give you a whole list of things you could potentially need to do for your brand. And I see people do this all the time. And the lists are getting longer and longer as the years go. Uh, Like a few years ago, people would do these sort of listicles that would be like five things you need to know about your brand or 10 ways to get more customers. But now, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but you see these articles that are like 48 ways to grow your LinkedIn profile and the 99 things you need to consider when building your website. And I think it can be really overwhelming. And I don't want to overwhelm you guys because A, if I overwhelm you with information, the chances of you using that information to do something useful for yourself and your business is minimal. And B, you probably won't want to listen to my show anymore. So instead of uh, thinking of all these things that you need to do for your brand in a static checklist, I think about this in terms of using a framework, which is able to sort of move with you as you grow. Now, this framework is something that I've, I've built. It's based off the work by Professor Byron Sharp. So he sort of talks about these four pillars for brand growth, which are a little bit different to mine. I've got five key brand pillars, uh, but they're sort of based on the science behind how brands grow. So this will help you understand how you can continuously improve your brand and how you can find those gaps. Uh, so if you already have an established brand, this fame framework will help you do that. It'll help you sort of analyze your situation and work out where the gaps are uh, for how you can improve. And if you're just starting out, then this will also help you think about all of those key things you need to do to launch your brand, sort of get all your ducks in a row. So the first brand pillar is your purpose and contribution. And this is what episode two and the worksheet and the Ikigai was all about. So you're already mostly there on that one. 
To tie off this pillar, you need to define the value you offer in market and the values your brand embodies to support your mission that will allow you to fulfill your vision. Now, we're going to do an episode on the value you offer and we're going to do another episode on your brand values. So for now, I'm just going to move on to the next pillar so that by the end of this episode, you have a holistic view of all of the pillars and an idea of what each of these are about. Okay, so purpose and contribution, pillar one. The second brand pillar is your distinct and salient brand assets. These are things like your logo, the colors you use, the slogans, your taglines, key messages, phrases, the names of your products, uh, the the ambassadors for your brand or the thought leaders, any jingles that you use, video pre-rolls, all the things that relate to what you communicate in market to build a recognizable identity in market. Pillar three is your media and market penetration. Basically, this is about reaching your stakeholders with the stories that they will pay attention to and remember. Pillar four is your points of sale. So where people can find your brand and how they buy from you, either physically or virtually. Pillar five, the final pillar, is your resource and funding. So traditionally, this isn't something a lot of people would put in a brand map, but I think it's really important because we need to be pragmatic about what we can and can't do based on our time and budget constraints. It will also help us to think about how to be most effective with what we have right now, and it's something we can revisit as we continue to grow and become more established. Now, I realise I went through all of these pillars pretty quickly. And there is a lot more to cover in each of these pillars. But right now, I want to make sure that you have the information skeleton. And this is sort of how education works, right? Like I said skeleton, now I'm going to change analogies and talk about trees. But, you know, you start off with the base of the tree, the trunk of the tree. And then you have the branches or the stems that go off that tree. And then you have the leaves. So the idea is that you start off with the basic frameworks. You don't necessarily know all the details yet, but then as we go on, we start to fill in all of that detail, the branches or the stems and the leaves. So I really want to make sure that by the end of the episode, you understand the basics of what each of these pillars are so that as we dive further into each of these concepts, it will start to flesh out that skeleton to go back to that analogy, and you'll see how different things relate to one another. For instance, creating a logo sits under pillar two, distinct and salient brand assets. And it's really important to not mix this up with marketing and advertising that sits under pillar three, media and market penetration. Because the purpose of each of these pillars is different. Your sales page or your website shop sits under pillar four for points of sale. And the value you create with your product or your service sits under pillar one, your purpose and contribution. So I find it's really important to think about things this way. So we start to understand the purpose behind every brand related activity that we do. And as we keep going through this series, you'll see more and more how it's useful to keep these concepts separate from one another and to always relate what we do to grow our brand with our brand pillars and our brand map. Because otherwise, everything gets really messy and really confusing really quickly. So from here, what I want you to do is take stock of where you're at with your brand map. So I've created a worksheet that goes along with this episode. And what you'll need to do is just 
download that worksheet, bullet point your answers to the questions on that worksheet where you can. Most likely, there will be things in the brand map that you can't answer yet. But that's okay because the idea is I want you to keep this worksheet and as we continue to work through fleshing out these concepts that exist under these different pillars, you'll be able to answer these questions. So that's what we're going to be doing in our upcoming episodes. So this is a work in progress brand map. Now, you might be able to fill in the entire thing now. And if you can, awesome, that's fantastic. Um, Or you might only have your vision and mission statements for now and that's it. So there's no right or wrong here. This is a tool for you to use for wherever you're at. The important thing is that you start documenting down your brand map that's actually written down somewhere rather than just being in your head. And you'll start to understand why as we go through this more in other episodes. But the idea is you want anyone who's engaging with your business to be able to see that brand map, understand your business and be able to work on your behalf as well. So really, really important document, something I really wish I did when I first started my business, which I didn't do. (laughs) Sometimes I say to my clients, I feel like I have the hairdresser's hair because I, you know, will advise people on something. I'm like, wait, have I done that recently? (laughs) I'd have to go back and look at my stuff. Um, I think it happens to the best of us, but I'm not going to be too hard on myself on that. Anyway, so like I was saying, this is going to be your point of reference and you're going to be able to continue building on this as you listen to the episodes coming up in the weeks to come. So what I want you to do straight after this episode, head over to laurencrest.com slash grow your brand and access that worksheet today and the transcript for the show, because that will sort of, you know, remind you what each of these pillars are. Uh, The links are in the show notes and I'll speak to you again next week where we'll be talking about your brand values. Make sure you subscribe so you can keep up to date with everything we're talking about and I'll speak to you again soon. Innovation happens in the blink of an eye, and to understand the implications, you need a credible source that helps to make sense of it all. Stay up to date on the most pressing innovation issues shaping the world today by subscribing to Better Innovation, a podcast featuring top management strategists, policymakers, and leading innovation thought leaders from across the globe. Going into its sixth season, Better Innovation, hosted by Jeff Saviano, a global innovation leader with EY, delves into how innovative technologies like blockchain, artificial intelligence, digital currencies, and the promise of Web 3.0 are transforming the global landscape. Featuring elite guests like Jeremy Allaire, CEO of Circle Financial, authors Whitney Johnson and Rita McGrath, former U.S. Cabinet member Andrew Card, and a number of leading MIT scientists. Subscribe today and hear more from these distinguished guests. Subscribe to Better Innovation on your favorite podcast platform.